Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. What's going on? This is Jeff Sand. I'm Derek. Hosted today by a host of other folks. And yeah, the name of the show is Jeff Sand. We're coming to you tonight live from Studio Whatchamacallit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so so what? what's Just Saying all about? Well, first of all, it's based upon a book that's written by my partner in crime, my friend, my pal, one of my many mentors in life, Mr. Benjamin Bailey. Say hello to the people, Mr. Bailey. Good evening, everyone. How are you? All right, that's that's the voice right there. You hear that? that, that that's that smooth sound right there. Now, what's what's the intent? What's the intent of this show? Well, first of all, there's a whole lot of myths out there about me. And today, we want to talk about what is manhood. Just saying. You know, from our perspective, doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be right about everything, but we just say it's from our experience. You wrote a book. It's on the way. Tell us about that book, man. Well, um, just saying is basically what you're just saying. I'm just saying. We're, we're talking about things that are important to us, and I guess the genesis of this show um, is derived from, from the... Uh, session we had about three weeks ago, which we called the barbershop. Now, myself not being one who uses a barbershop. No, you don't need one. You uh, one bald-head brother. I know I am, you know, (laughs) but I went that uh, Samuel L. Jackson route and uh, just saying. I'm just saying, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, but, you know, the thing, the beauty of that was I was able to bring in uh, yourself uh, and a few other people that, um, people are going to meet during the course of our broadcast that um, are very opinionated, uh, very well spoken, and um, people who I really have a lot of respect for and have taught me a great deal. So just saying just goes into things that we think about as men, and it's the barbershop. It's the barbershop. Just saying. And, just you know, when you're in the barbershop, you can just say whatever you want to say. I mean, you can be right, you can be wrong, but, hey, you're just saying. I'm just saying. You know, it's from my perspective. And so much of our, of our climate today is filled with everybody else's talking head. So just saying is our opportunity 
to be a part of the noise and try and clarify some of the noise that's out there that's right. and, and bring some clarity from our perspective. There are a lot of issues that are going on, and, and this roundtable group, let me tell you, there is a, there, there's a lot of folks that are a part of this group. We only got half of them here tonight. But just saying, as we go along, we don't have even more bodies and people here including your voice. You can chime in with us as well. All you got to do is hit us up on the phone line. Just call 1724-444-7444. Let me say that again. I know you didn't get that. Let me do it again. 1724-444-7444. Just saying. You can call if you want to. We got some other partners in crime yeah. in the in the house with us here. Pick up that microphone right there. This guy here, he's bald headed. He just got a cap on. You can't see it. But if you were, if you if you were here, you know, you you you'd see this is this is one dark skinned, handsome fella, and I mean that with all due respect. And I ain't like that. Dana, tell us about you. My name's Dana. You know, that bald headedness, that's a cost saving method. <laughs> Um, you know, I hadn't been to a barber shop since, since the last time they built one. <laughs> but, uh, I can't tell you how much money has saved me. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I, you, you mentioned something about uh, our perspective on things. And without, when you think about what men think, whatever, you also have to think about the ladies, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I was having a conversation with my wife today. And I told her, you know, most guys know that... <laughs> Women will tell you they want a man, uh-huh. a real man. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, somebody please explain to me if you're out there, how come once they get a man to try to turn him into a woman? Mm. Oh. By, 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 by the way, by the way, so he done jumped Shut off up. the top. He done jumped off the top turnbuckle already. You know, since he already went there, let me go ahead and tell y'all. You know, I, that that number, that number is one seven two four 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 seven four four four. That's three folds after that seven now. <laughs> tonight's topics, tonight's topics, we're going to try and cram into 30 minutes of, uh, uh, of banter here. Uh, a couple of topics. I, I was thinking as I was in the car on the way to studio whatever. And what, what, what makes a man? Okay. What makes a man? Second, have some men forgot how to love a woman? And, and the last one, right, right up that alley, what you were saying, is a man still head of the house? So, so just a couple of things I threw out there on the table. Well, you know, being an old timer, we just had our twenty fourth anniversary. Now I want to clarify something. He the old timer, <laughs> 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 and I, I, I understand the biblical thing about a man running the household and whatever. But I've told a lot of young men that have some problems with their woman. A lot of times, if She's not running. At least you let her think she's running it. Your life can be a lot easier. I don't agree with that. She, she, she. Oh, oh, hang, hang on. Now, now introduce yourself, ladies and gentlemen. New voice in the house. Tell, tell us, tell us that name there. Well, my name is Curtis York. I am a fifth grade teacher, and I just don't agree with that. <laughs> and, and what part of that you don't agree with? Well, I just feel like the man should be the head of the family, even if it's. In a laid-back world, I mean, if you take it to nature, let's use the example of lions. If you see the male lion, you always see the male lion sitting back, chilling, not and doing then squat, <laughs> not doing squat, but 
Everybody knows which lion not to mess with. He's the male lion. He's that alpha lion for a reason. The women go out, they do the hunting, they bring it back. Who eats first? Let me ask you this. Do you feel that being the head of a household also means you're running the household? Mm, yes. Yes. Really? Yes. Really? Mm. I don't know. My relationship wife pays the bills. She's very good at that. There's a skill she has. If you look at it, when I, my kids were growing up, if somebody had to take off and go get the kids or take the kids to um, ball practice or doing whatever, that most time that was the wife. So you're going to tell me that she wasn't running my household and ran it well. I feel like you delegated that to her. Well, because you, he, he wouldn't say he delegated. <laughs> I know he wouldn't say it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. When, when you say that word delegated, it kind of makes puts me in a feeling like um, almost like slavery. Like mm. it was my decision. Wait, Hear me out now. I'm thinking more like a partnership. And for me to sit and go, well, I'm going to delegate to you to go pick the kids up. Um, I, it seems awful unfair to me if we're in this together. How long have you been married? I haven't. That's you need to pass the damn mic. <laughs> 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 hey, God. Hey, hey, pass that over there. That's a conscious decision, by the way, to not be married. <laughs> I'll fix other points in the house tonight. My partner, my friend, my partner in crime, Robbie. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. You know, we've been around the block a time or two together. But you hear that right now? I heard this. Oh, my goodness. I'm not married. <laughs> I'm not. I, can, I can say that because I'm not married. <laughs> There's a reason he can say that. <laughs> he can delegate his he asshole. Can delegate he can delegate everything. He don't have, he don't have to answer to nobody. That's real easy. <laughs> I delegate to her to do that. Well, who are you delegating to? Uh, she'll do it later. Don't you worry. <laughs> What's up there, Robbie? Not much. It's great to be here. Great to be here tonight and uh, with all y'all, uh, get a point of view and uh, talk about being dads, about being fathers, about being husbands, and about being men. And apparently, we're going to have to educate the young guy over there. Uh, well, we tried last time, too. He's learning. He's learning. I don't know what he's learning. He picked a great song, so, you know. We, we, what we, in the world is going on with him? He picked a song, so there's, that's one for him tonight. Yeah, yeah. You know? so, but, uh, yeah, you're... It's talking about delegating and whether you're a man, uh, the head of the house, and if, if that's what we're we're on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an equal partnership, and yeah, I may be the head of the house, and the final decision may be with me, but uh, I can assure you that it is talked over with my wife long before I say, "Well, this is the way it's going to be," because mm. um, I don't want that. This is the way it's going to be. Come back and bite me. Mm. Extremely mm. hard. So, so, so let me let me swing the the pendulum around the room a little bit here. You know, uh, you're currently married. Yep. We got one unmarried. We got a long termer over here. Now I'm a long termer too. I'm 24 years old. Well. What about you, Danny? What where, where you at? 24, 24. So, so y'all were at the altar at the same time. Pretty much. All right, good. Y'all didn't switch. It, was a, it was a duel, Eddie. 19th of October. My, you good. You remember. Mine's the 9th of December. Mine was off. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, too. 
So, and we got one who ain't been married. I, I'm, I just got done. Uh, you're you're married. 12, 12 years. In there. Yeah, yeah, 12 yeah. years. Having a good time. Ben? <laughs> Does this cat count? <laughs> well, it's like this. What had happened was, <laughs> yeah, I really wasn't running, you know. <laughs> but um, I, I'm a divorcee. Mm-hmm. Divorcee, divorcee. Um, I bet you were in your house too. Pardon? He said, uh, now for those of you who can't hear, he's off on the side again, the young buck. He said, I bet you ran your house too. Well, um, not really. <laughs> because. <laughs> he said, oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the point is, and, and when I talk to young men, I like to always pass this uh, nugget of wisdom to them. Uh huh. When it comes to women, they're much smarter than we are at times. Mm. Mm. At times. And we ain't running nothing. Mm. They, they, it's, it's like this. It's a story I like to tell when I do public speaking. Uh-huh. And when I'm talking to a group of young men, and I, you know, I, I go over some things with them, and, and then I, you know, I say, well, you know, I know you guys at one day in, in some point in your life are going to go to the club. Mm-hmm. And, um, but what's the first thing a young buck does when he goes in the club and sees some fine little shorty at the end of the bar? <laughs> the first thing he does is says, yo, bartender, sing, send her a drink and tell him it's for me. Uh-huh. But if you pan down to the other end of the bar, there's a lot of men down there Tons hanging out, thirsty as hell, because ain't nothing coming their way. <laughs> and life is like that when it comes to relationships. Uh-huh. If you don't put anything into the relationship, then things aren't going to come your way. I'd just like to say I don't buy females drinks and clubs. <laughs> That's, he's still talking. Yeah, he, he's, he's young. You, you have to excuse him. He's young, inexperienced. He ain't been out in the real war. But when he gets there, and it's coming, it's um, gonna come quicker than he knows. You, 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 you damn skippy. You know. I, I will tell you, your perspective changes. Yeah. Once you're, I mean, when you're dating. As a matter of fact, I was I was talking to my wife about this about about a week ago. When you're dating, you're in this process of trying to razzle and dazzle them. You only got to put on that show for about two hours, three hours, four hours at a time. But then once you cross over that threshold of saying, I do, show is over. Now it has to become who you are. No, you're too late for that. You're going to show who you are after you cross the threshold. <laughs> Aren't you about 10 miles behind? Well, well, I'm just saying some people wait until they cross that threshold. Yeah. My thing is when you're going out and you're buying a drink for the lady and you're doing these nice things, you're showing your worth. You're bringing something to the table. Are you showing your worth, or are you showing, are you showing her worth? Hear, are you showing, hear me out. Showing her worth. I, I think you're showing her your worth, that you, you're capable of doing certain things. But with me, I know one thing in my life that, I, I, that I'll fall back on. My mother worked every day of her life. My wife works. A woman needs to show you her worth, too. Because the biggest thing about a woman 
is finding a good one. Mm. Oh, no doubt. You know, no doubt. The world's full of women, but it's hard to find a oh, good one. There's no doubt about that. I mean, they can put up with my shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. And, and, just, and like what I like I told the guys and ladies, please, we're just talking, we're just saying. Um, as a man, you lose a lot of women. You no. <laughs> Can't hear the murmuring that's going on here. Yeah, there are yeah, many yeah. ways of losing a good woman. Yeah, and this is probably one of them. If I ever find one again, I don't. Know. But, but having said that, I tell the young guys, men lose a lot of money chasing women, mm. but you never lose women chasing money. So you got to be careful. So when when, when you finally settle on the one, make sure that you're willing to share everything on an equal 50-50 basis. Good. But the math don't work out because it's usually 65-35, you're getting the short end, but that's okay. That, that's, a are, good, that's a good analogy, but... Are you just talking money? Are you talking money 65-35 or relationship? Oh, yeah, men's only putting in 35. That's on a good day. But ain't that what the young buck is saying over here? He's sitting over there grazing. <laughs> Let me just clarify. <laughs> who's, who's talking? Yeah. Let me hey. just clarify. Earlier you said Ladies and gentlemen, he's trying to clear up oh, something no, right now. Oh, no, I'm not clearing up or backtracking anything. Okay, go ahead. Explain it a little better. Okay. He said that you buy women drinks to show your worth. I don't agree with that. I feel like I can show a woman my worth based off of my mouth, what I say to them. <laughs> <laughs> and based off and my actions and the way that I carry myself. That, that shows my worth. If I have to buy you a drink to show you my worth, I don't want you. Mm. Well, you, you you don't need to be going to the club. You're at a club. That's what you're doing. If you're, if you're in the library, you're meeting them in the mall, then you're going to talk to them differently. But I wouldn't go to a club where I have to buy a woman to drink. Would you pay for her movie and dinner? If she's worth it. If she, you asked her out. I have to fill her out first. I'm not. Well, let's go out to dinner. You would say, okay, the first time you would buy a dinner. Don't Dana, don't be yelling across the room. The microphone. If I, radio if I ask a woman out, if I if, if I see a woman that I'm going to ask out as a man, I'm going to pay her way. I'm going to buy her dinner. I'm going to pay for her movie. You know, because I'm showing her that yeah, I'm willing to put my money out for you that I work for. You know, and because I'm interested in you, I want to get to know you. And two weeks later, you find out that she had sex with your best friend. So, and there's nothing I can do about that. Move on. No, I just don't want to. Well, it's a gen, it's a it's a generational thing, right? I do feel, but you got to, you know, you, you got to put the effort you in. You might have to go through until you find a good one. That's it's right. It's not gonna walk upside. I walk through the door and go, "Hey, I'm a good woman." So what? You bought a lady a drink, you had a nice conversation. I mean, not a drink. You went to dinner, whatever. You had a nice <laughs> conversation, and she's not the one. Move on. That's Are right. you that type? What'd you say, Alicia? But but look at him. Twenty-four years later, he still got the same woman. But what? But what did Kamal said? Remember? Yeah. Kamal said his parents told him because he was chasing the wrong chicks all the time. All the time. And 
his mom and dad sat him down and says, she's not the one, she's not the one, and she's not the one. Brother had the trifecta of bad luck when it came to relationships until he found that certain person. It, it's, it's a treasure hunt and, and not for the, you know, the sexual or physical attractions. It's, it's a treasure hunt because you're trying to sift through all this myriad of relationships and personalities to find the right one. So, so, so in, in the sifting process, right. at what point, because I believe all of us start at a certain level of innocence. Oh, yeah. And through the sifting process, you get damaged and jaded. 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 Sure. And and as a process of being jaded, when does your net worth begin to go down and people can't really see the true you because of all of the other sifting that you've gone through? Sure, your words can mean something to you, but if she's already been through the sifting process, your words don't mean nothing more than the person who was before them saying those same exact words. Your actions, your actions speak louder than your words. That's right. So, so again, it's a good point to try and bring to the table. However, <laughs> however, I'm just saying it ain't going to work on everybody. So the action no. that will work for everybody is to buy a drink? No. That's just an example, that's, not that's just saying. That's just an example. I think what the young man is saying, though, we're all different people. That's right. Yeah. And we're going to run into different people. Um, I'm quite sure in the right situation, if he's in a, uh, out with some friends or whatever, friends of friends, a lady, he might buy a lady a drink. He would. Not look, anyway. not if, she said, if she said, I'm a little thirsty and I ain't got my wallet, can you help me now, out? Now, he going to buy her a now, drink. Now, wait. But here's, here's the thing, though. He's going to walk away. I can, I, can honestly say, I can honestly say that I bought the lady a drink and it was not nothing anything to do. No. Nothing to Being a gentleman, just buying. Just showing that you are a gentleman. I mean, you, you go out with your boys, you buy them knuckleheads drinks. Right. right. You know. But, I mean, I think we kind of gotten off into this monetary thing it, other than, I mean, it's what we, our persona, what we're, what we're, what we're putting out there and, and what someone else puts out, whether we like it or not. Can I ask a question? Yeah, hang, sure. hang, hang, hang on, I think Robbie wanted to piggyback on that. Yeah, you were, you were saying it's not about the money. No. Okay, then, then what is it? It's, I mean, I know it's not about the money, but that's part of the action mm-hmm. of buying the drink or whatever it is buying her dinner, um, you know, going to a bookstore, buying her a movie, whatever. Okay, but it's not about the money. Then what is it about? If you're not willing to put out that, and that's an action, and she's heard all your words, then, then what is it it's about if it isn't about the money? Are you don't believe my words or, or, or I'm a walk away kind of person? I mean, I think that's what it boils down yeah. to. Yeah, no, just saying. It's mostly just uh, this is what I am, this is how I feel about myself. I think I'd like to get to know you better. And as far as the date thing, yeah, I mean, I just think that a lot of guys in my generation, when they get on a date, they feel like they have to impress the female by going to somewhere like Red Lobster. Oh, so you're going to go to McDonald's? No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. I would want to go somewhere. Going to Hardee's. Yeah, 24-hour breakfast at McDonald's. I want to go somewhere like Swan Lake. Where I could talk to her and get to know her. I feel like if I have to spend money on a date to impress you, 
then that's already a major red flag for me. I would want to go somewhere like a movie. I wouldn't take a girl to a movie on the first date because how am I getting to know you if we're both focused on the movie in a dark setting? I can't look at you. I can't look in your eyes. I can't talk to you. Okay. Can't, that was really deep. And Has really, anyone ever taught you you think too damn much? <laughs> Have you ever heard? Oh, I swear. Have you ever heard go with the flow? Really? I mean, you're going to get to know it. Well, now I know you like that movie. Well, now I know you like that movie. And you're looking for something that's meaningful, but... Man, have some fun while meaningful. I mean, you have to start somewhere. I'm not saying that I don't have fun. I'm just saying that in the process of having fun, there has to be... I have certain restrictions, personally. Right. And, I mean, I still have fun. I have plenty of fun. It's just I get to the fun a lot quicker because I take a different route. Most guys. Oh, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Hey, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I think you know. Hang on. Yes, I know. So you get there quicker. I like those ducks. You're at Swan Lake, right? Okay. Popcorn. You feeding the birds. Oh, not really. Oh. We're talking. Well, I'm not focused on the duck. Use the microphone so we can yeah, focus on what you're saying. You go yeah, to a movie. Right. You go to a movie, and you're saying you're not focusing on her. When the movie's over, we're talking about what the movie was about. I'm learning her insight on what the movie was, how she liked it, how she saw it, versus what I saw, and that's giving me a connection with her or not. I mean, we go going to see Star Wars, and she comes out and goes, "Well, I don't understand it. I know that she's walking home." Okay. <laughs> and you know, I understand okay. that. <laughs> but but well, think about it. let's break that down. So that means you spent fourteen dollars for a movie just to, and you pay for popcorn more than likely. Well, he doesn't count that money. Money doesn't matter, right? You want butter on that You spent all this money just to find out that you don't even want to give her a ride home. I can find out at Swan Lake and save that money. What? How can you find out at Swan Lake? You ain't paying the ducks. I'm going to tell you how tight you are. Really? Man, $14, your ass went to the matinee. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no wonder you didn't want to go with her. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, just $14. So let me ask you this now. Let me ask you this. Going back to the core, the core question that was on the table, to you, what is a real man? I feel like a real man is one that protects and provides, plain and simple. But how are you going to show that you're able to provide? Because let's, let's, let's not kid ourselves. Dating is an introduction to life in the future. That's, that's the intent of dating. Yep. The, dating. the dating process is to see. It's sort of like, it's like a job up. interview. Yep. Can, I, can I make it? Now, some of us, we can do great on the job interview. But we suck at the job. miserable <laughs> at, on the job. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so in the dating process, what you're, what you're essentially saying is, there are certain things that you are absolutely not going to do, but yet you want to be the head of the house. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm saying so, that. So how is that providing and being the head of the house? I'm just asking. 
Well, like I You're said, just saying. it goes just back saying. to quality. I mean, I feel like I'd rather not the dating process. I have little, like you said, red flags, you know, and I feel like if I see a red flag, I'm not interested in going further in the dating process. Yeah, but we all have red it's flags. Time. We all have red flags that we're going to see. <laughs> Here comes Dana. Okay. Now, no, we, no, we've been on the young man about dating, whatever, but you, I had to think about myself. Most ladies I ever dated, well, because I met them through, I see them in the same places, and we actually are amongst the same friends doing say it could be you go bowling, you go to the laundry mat certain days, you go to church and, and, and things develop because how you, 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 you meet people. But I know one thing, this guy here, he, he has a plan. You know, a lot of guys didn't have I didn't I never had a plan. I never had a plan. I, never I didn't have a plan either. Well, you know, I walked in the classroom and, and, one day and I saw this chick and I said, That's the one. But yep. you you were you went to class. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's how you I mean it's not I, I they got these internet things and whatever and, and it might work for some people, but I would be scared to death. Right. I, I asked my, my my first wife it was uh she was a waitress and I asked her out right here in Sumter. Oh, you've had more than one too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm a two. Nah, I just, yeah. 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 I'm on the one and only. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> you got some time. But some of us are like. <laughs> <laughs> I keep I keep hanging out with y'all. So so Dana, yeah. what is a real man? A real man? Yes. It's simply a to me. It takes care of business. And when I say take care of business, I'm talking about not only monetarily, but provide, uh, protect, spiritually. You know, a, a real man has to respect himself more than anything. If I can respect myself and feel what I'm doing is right, not to say that I'm always right, but if I try to do the right thing. See, uh, being a real man doesn't matter how much money you make or whatever. It's how you carry yourself and what self-worth you have how do you how okay uh, we, we've been jobbing you the whole the whole night oh i know but, I but seriously it, but. seriously the <laughs> question the question is then how do you how do you present present that dana in that introductory process of dating how do you present that because again some of us we go way over the of, top of dating yeah in, Man, in i've dating. been married 24 years i forgot all that stuff <laughs> You talked about. I'll tell you how I met my wife. I worked with her sister. And she said she had a sister, whatever. You see, whatever. I said, well, I'd like to meet her. I got the phone number. I called her. We arranged to meet. Ups and downs, whatever. Um, you know, uh, we do some hard, some good times, hard, bad times. But I found out that you know what, what I was telling her just this yesterday. Every night when I go to sleep, I know no matter what, I got somebody by my side. That no matter what happens, right? I got backup. That's what's up. And I ain't got to worry about nobody else but her. Exactly. And like, like I told her one day, I said, you know, if somebody broke in the house and couldn't get the gun or whatever, and they had me. I want you to run. Okay. She said, No, I ain't run nowhere. We ride and die together. That's what's up. Yep. And that's that's, that's what you up. call the right woman. That's what that's, what's that's up. the right woman. That's right. That's exactly right. right. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably 
gonna run and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna tell her I'm coming, I'm, come, I'm going to get help, honey. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back, honey. Robbie, real man. Uh, someone that uh, not only takes care of their that might have been me. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's beeping. Yeah, we're right, beeping out here. Who wants to hear? Now we all got to reach in our pockets and check our keys. Yeah, well, there's a car alarm going off in the back, and we're all got our remote controls here in the studio. Cool? No, oh, we that, just started. We you started one. yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, right. Robbie, real man. Um, someone that not only takes care of the family or himself during the good times, but when the bad times hit, knows how to stand up and pull everybody together. Um, it has to be there and show what needs to be done. Um, I had an uh, incident just recently. I lost a very close uh, individual in my life, and her uh, ex-husband, who was the father of her two children, had to stand up as a man and take care of her funeral and everything else. Well, that's a man. He stood up. He's not in, he ain't married to her anymore. Her real husband was there. But her real husband, just for whatever reason, and not going into it, but yeah. didn't want to do it, didn't want to take care of the funeral, none of that. He, because of those two small kids, he stood up and took care of it. Even he ain't in that marriage no more, hasn't been in it for the last seven years. He showed what a real man is. Yeah. And, you know, I give him props for that because it's standing up during the hard times. Because we can all be men during the easy times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's simple. Yeah. You know, it's when it gets hard. Is there such a thing as a real man beyond just the action component? Because I think Dana and I, we were having a conversation earlier. You know, my, my thing is, you know, I, I don't feel like, and, and this may be a stretch here, but I don't think that, you have to have the opposite sex involved in every component of life in order for things to be even across the field. So does it mean that in a household, and by that what I'm, I'm talking about, like for instance in sports, uh, we're, we've got this real effort now uh, to have females on the sideline broadcasting and reporting games and things of that nature. I don't think you can be fair Without having to be in we are every different, aspect, we, we are different yeah. sexes. We are yeah. different. We are built differently. We do things differently. Um, my wife um, spent 27 years in the United States Air Force as a mm-hmm. bomb loader. Mm-hmm. She was the first woman to do that ever in the United States Air Force. She was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, she had to do more than the guys and everything else. She ain't that big, um, you know. And she, well, she wasn't that big. When she came in, I'm going to die. <laughs> just saying. And I, was, I, want, I want to say, just saying, it was the young buck over here was the first one snickering when you said that. I just. Nope. Uh, anyway. Just saying. Just, just saying. Just um, saying. After, I won't be back next week. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be dead. Thanks for having I'll, you. I'm like, a real man like Mr. Bay is going to pay for your team. No. 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 
But uh, it was morbid that he said that. Yeah. The first the first key of radio, when you say something that you don't want anybody to hear, keep moving. That's right. Well, that's what I'm trying I'm to do. Sorry, Robbie. Oh, yeah. We probably heard it. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, she was she was in the military. She did it all. Worked all as the guys. Uh, there's there's not a guy that worked for her that ever thought she couldn't do the job. Mm-hmm. Not anyone. Right. And uh, but on the same on the same thing, we can't lower the standards. Football is not for women. We don't need women playing major league baseball. They have other games and there's other things because we are different. Forget this equality stuff as far as our physical attributes. Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> now, now what? Now what he was? Now what he was referring what to he earlier? Referring, yeah. Now you, yeah. there, you've never seen a woman play football, nope. because physically there hadn't been a woman able to do that. Uh, I've seen no, young girls play football in high school, yeah. and but that, they're out here doing it. That's recreation. It keeps girls off the street. More power to them. Okay, but he's talking about women sideline reporters, um, women uh, uh, officiate officials. If they can do that job, let them do it. That's fine. Let them do it. That's not He made the statement, though, young ladies on there, she was talking about the game. He said, do we really need her? That's the question. And that's why I asked him later when the guy was there, do we really need him? Right. I mean, if you have knowledge of a game and you that you can put that information out there where the people that are viewing the game can understand hey, it. Danica it Patrick, what sex Danica Patrick in NASCAR, only female to drive in NASCAR, you know, drove in Indy, um, is the longest driving female in NASCAR. And we'll fight you. She's built. There's no doubt. She is, she is a brute. Okay, but she is a cute woman. Very well drive. She couldn't win a race to save her life. Never will win a race. But she's there for the money and the marketing of the woman in a man's sport. Let's take that. this a step further, though. A lot of people will say that about Danica, but you can count on your hand every year the men that win a race. There's guys who's been out there longer than Danica. Oh, I know, and had to won a single race. I so, understand that. So, so when but, we look at that and we say having won a race, we're kind of like, to me, so pointing to her 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 sex, sex her sexuality versus, right, exactly versus just being any driver out there exactly you know she gets more she can drive oh she can sex. definitely get drive but she drives just I will say she drives just as good as um about half of them oh yeah you know, well, no half of them don't belong out there she usually the other half, the other half can finish, drive there's forty three cars that start a race she usually finishes in the twenties yep absolutely uh, so you know I I think my point earlier is do we have to make moves just – equality is one thing, but doing it just to do it, just to show a sense of equality is not necessarily really doing justice to it. Wait a minute. Either the yeah, person not authentic. That's my point. Either the person is qualified or they're not. Well, and, once, and once a person is, is deemed qualified – whether you're doing it because of their sex or whatever, it really doesn't matter. Give, they're just being given the opportunity to do something they've worked for that they show that, at a certain degree, they're capable of doing. Okay. Well, then. you know, the same thing, and let, let's shift it away from athletics for a while and, and look at professions. There was a time when the nursing profession was all women. And now, as the time's 
change, you find more and more males becoming nurses. Mm-hmm. But, you know, two decades ago, two and a half decades ago, men wouldn't think of doing that. You know, my thing has always been this. If a woman wants to go up on a light pole and deal with electricity, fine. I don't want to do it. So if she's capable of doing it, she can go ahead and do it. You know, so roles change as generations change. And in one of the um, chapters in the new book that's coming out um, is called Generational Transition. Can one generation go in and transcend into another generation and still be able to survive and cope uh, in society? Because society is constantly changing, and the roles in society are constantly changing. And we, as men or women, um, have to change with those times in order for us to um, Survive and fit in. So, so, so then, with that being said, which is really the lead into talking to talking about the lady on the sideline of the football, mm-hmm. right? Talking about the lady on the light pole. Mm-hmm. Then, does it really matter that a man is head of the household? Does it really matter? No. That a man be quote unquote a man if we're talking about a society that's shifting from talking more about gender right. and more about the action of the individual. Now, you got, you, we got to get, make one thing clear, though. When we start talking about the head of the household, there are some religions which people are part of that, that is in stone. Their biblical beliefs, it could be their... Uh, 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 yeah, with uh, in the Muslim faith, their beliefs. There's there's beliefs out there that the man is the head of the household at at all cost. But there is, as Ben pointed out, a generational thing where, you know, we have to. I mean, I accept my wife as my partner. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, and. For me, the things I've been through in my life, if it wasn't for her, I hate to think, well, I'd probably be dead. Okay? Thank you. Mm-hmm. So why should I point to her and say, well, I'm Lord over here. And I can deal with that voice, too. <laughs> Karen, Karen, I need you to do this. And look, sister, tell me, hey, look, uh, that's just, that's just, but that's just mm. our relationship. And I'm not going to tell this man or anyone else that if you want to be head of your household, have at it. If that's what makes you happy and it, or unhappy, it doesn't, it doesn't but, but, but can I, as we, as we get back to Young Buck, your official name is Young Buck now. <laughs> You're officially Young Buck in the group. So, so as, as we position back over to you with this, so as, as we've gone around the horn here, we basically have said that depending upon your relationship, with that significant other in your life is how that perception of head of house really is. Uh, One may call it a partnership. There are certain things that I bow out of, and Mrs. Reams run the table and tell me what to do, and I go do whatever it is she wants done because I want peace in the house. (laughs) But, 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 but... 
Okay, well, let me just say this. I grew up, well, I grew up in a single-parent household. My mom was the man and woman mm-hmm. of the house. And I've seen her. She's probably going to kill me. She's had her fair share of guys that have came and went. The relationships worked. They didn't. And didn't work out. Exactly. And what I've seen is when she had a guy and he was living where he was at, things were good. But the minute they gave up what they had and moved into her house, they relinquished their bargaining chip and their control, and they basically gave it up to her. And the relationship turned from a partnership to a dictatorship dictatorship because basically she's saying, look, you're in my house now, which means at any given time you can get the boot. So that's kind of where that's where my thing comes from. Where I feel like as a man, you have to, wow. you can't let a woman have a sense of feel like she has something over you because if she feels like she has leverage over you or power over you, eventually that respect will dwindle away. Did you ever want to tell one of the guys, don't do it? Sir, I like you. I like you. Please don't move forward. I like you. I want you to stay around. Don't move. Keep your Stay where you at. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not married to you. I'm keeping my own. Because every man in this room has had, including moi, has had a situation in life where you thought you was in love. So let's move in together. But here's the deal. You do that as Young Buck said. (laughs) You relinquish your freedom. Mm -hmm. I always have my own place. Because if she want to act fool, I don't have to sit there and listen to her. I can come home. I'm going to my house. You know, <laughs> I'm not sleeping in the back of my car <laughs> with my truck. It's like Robin gave his children on the farm grass. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have my own. Now, on a serious tip, these gentlemen that I'm sitting in this studio with don't know. <laughs> you living we're in the studio, man. Yeah, we're in the studio. Whatever. That's right. Studio, whatever. What's happening now? And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But on a serious tip, serious tip. I really admire these men because they have what I don't have. At my age, it's hard. I'm not married. Well, we're excluding you, young buck. <laughs> you probably won't get married after this episode. You ain't going to think about that shit. But, but um, no. But, but, but seriously. you. <laughs> but, no, seriously. In my age, having been in a relationship for a long period of time, how am I going to find another relationship? Now, experience should help me find that relationship because I've had relationships. But I come home to an empty house every night. It's not a good feeling. 
you guys are fortunate enough, although you may get some static every now and then to come home. Well, I know Danny. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Karen, I love you. <laughs> um, just saying. But uh, no, seriously. But being able to come home and share your day and share your experiences with one another is probably one of the most enjoyable minutes you can possibly have in a relationship. So I commend you guys and your wives, because I know them all, the wonderful women, you know, for the things that you have done, raising your families, um, taking time for one another. Um, and I miss that. And that, that's a part of me that's lacking. Now, this isn't a... a, a any kind of excuse. It's just when you see other people get along and function as a family unit, although the good times and bad times, out of all you guys in this room, I've never heard you say one bad thing about the women in your lives. We, 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 <laughs> on after, I'm clean that shit up. How much money did they give you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Checks in the mail. No. But, but you know, you guys know what I mean. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I really respect and admire that. And it's something that I wish I had. And maybe somewhere down the road, you know, I'll find that again. You know, um, but it's, it's tough. It's tough being a single man at my age um, to try to reestablish a relationship when you've had one for a long period of time and now you don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it makes you think about, you know, your priorities in terms of building that relationship and the cornerstones of those relationships. And hopefully, you know, as we continue this conversation, continue this show, we'll unearth some of those things that might help not only myself, but other people out there who may be going through the same situation, you know, even the young buck over here. Yeah, and, and, and by no means... Uh, this show is not just, uh, you know, wedged in between uh, being a man and loving a woman, but it's about life in general. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, how does it impact us when we find out that men traditionally don't go to the polls and vote? Uh, you know, and and and. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Men don't go to the polls and vote. Not all men. Not, not enough, all men. Not, not all enough women. men. Well, that's true. No. However, guess what? There are a lot of African American men who do not go to the polls and vote, and it impacts. Well, there, there are a lot of people that don't that vote. That don't vote. That is and my biggest ego. That is fine if they don't vote. <laughs> they have no. They have no right. But don't. But do not say anything about any elected official if you don't vote. Absolutely. But but in this country you can. But I think I, honestly, honestly, I think here here's here's what to me what drives a show like this. Well, hold on. Let me ask a question. Oh, okay, go ahead. Based off the information that I got from you guys as far as control and how much that we think things are actually that we have free will about only to find out that our freedom isn't as free as we think it is, wouldn't it reach up as far as voting to, to a certain degree? Would that stuff possibly be rigged as well? Just food for thought. See now, now all of a sudden this turned into an Art Bell show and I know. conspiracy theory. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, well, it's rigged. 
Chris, I don't, I don't think Historically, in the past, there have been yep. some rigged elections as far back as 2000. As far uh, back with, as JFK. With the, the Chads and whatever. With the bad election in West Virginia. Nothing's ever you know. But, you know, that still shouldn't stop us from participating. No. I think things have gotten better. We've gotten better equipment. Uh, you know, we have people in the polls that are supposed to be to make things fair. Uh, and I can tell and not you, stop people from voting. Yeah, and I can, and I can tell no. you that I, I think some of the elections are a lot fair now because people wouldn't go through such great strides to try to change uh, the demo, uh, the lines, the, the, the lines to where people vote at. If they didn't think they would vote, they would. The gerrymandering's been going yeah. on yeah, forever. Yeah. That's that's what the biggest problem is now. That's, that's that we, been going on forever with the gerrymandering, is so they can you know figure out well we want these people here yeah. and those people they there. They take to vote. certain demographics that, you know, and they want their they they want their candidate to fit to certain demographics, and they try to get uh, areas that fit that to be vote. But as far as but as far as uh, when you go cast your vote. I trust in it now. I trust in it. I, I, I trust. I trust when I hit that button, what I press <laughs> is going in towards the town. Absolutely. Now, now, do, do I always win? No, I don't always win. However, mm-hmm. I know if I don't vote, I don't win. I don't stand the mm-hmm. chance of winning. Exactly. And and so, as far as rather, I I believe that big government has uh, control over me as a human being. No, because I, I believe, first of all, our society is so large. By the time they get down to little old me, I would have enjoyed so much of life, you know, that, that I, I'm almost comfortable with giving what little bit they will be able to get out of me. You know, um, you know it's the way I see it. And, and, and I live by the philosophy that, that life is what you make it. You know, sure, there are policies and things that are in place, but guess what? Just like the other guy can figure out how to get around the policies and the procedures that are in place, I can find out my loophole to enjoy my life. And that's the way we have to look at it. As long as we focus on what the system is not providing for us, that's exactly where we'll always be. Absolutely. Worried about what was not available. Do all you guys vote? I vote. Absolutely. Okay. Every and, time. And, and as do I. I vote. Um, I vote in, in races. How many of you I don't guys, even care about let me, ask you guys, <laughs> let me ask you guys something. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Quick. I like that name. How many of you go out and encourage other people to participate? I do. Okay. I, I participate so in I'm with the right group. And, of, I'm with, with the right group of men. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that that's all right. And it's important, that, and if you're listening to this program, I don't care if you're listening to it live or in, in, uh, on Memorex, uh, November, November will be here before you know it. It doesn't matter whether it's an off year, yeah, not this November a coming year up, or the, the, next next, the next November, yeah. whatever. Whenever there's an opportunity to go vote, go vote. If you, if you have not registered to vote, don't let any rule or regulation about an ID or needing two forms of identification you don't stop you from getting you uh, to go to registration. One form of ID to vote. One form of ID. Go get it. Go get it. Anybody your, can get it. Go get it. And, and one last thing for me. And all you people out there that don't vote, you need to sit and think about how many people gave their lives for you to vote. 
Absolutely. And I don't care whatever race, creed, or color you are. That's right. People died yep. for you to vote, and they're still dying. Absolutely. That's Every right. day. All right, guys. Uh, we're down to, uh, you know, this is supposed to be 30 minutes, so I let y'all go. I let y'all go to an hour, so. So let's go around the horn. This is I, I, Here's how I like to end the program. First of all, we talked about manhood today on the program. We talked about, you know, women's place, if you will, uh, in, in society. Uh, well, in a fictional way. have a place now. I, I'm not sure if I'm not a That's all right. All of y'all are not going to be married afterward anyway. Young buck. Derek talks about women's place. Young buck can't even go to his mama house because she won't give up her place. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's here's what I want to do. I want to go around the horn, you know, in sort of kind of a Jerry Springer kind of way, and 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 give your final thoughts as we wrap up episode number one, sort of kind of the pilot of the show. Let's start right here with you, Dana, and then we'll we'll wind it around with Young Buck. Let let Robbie go, and then we'll let uh, Ben wrap it wrap it on up. I think it, it was enlightening, but I like the next time we get together that all of us jot down about three or four different things we'd like to speak on. That's right. And have an opening for a reason we want to speak on it and see where we go from there. Yeah. But we're, in the, we're heading in the right direction. Young Buck. Something that I left out when we were talking about real men, I just want to say dignity and integrity. You know, you have to be able to stand accountable for your actions and also principles, you know, a lot of people don't have principles, and that's why a lot of things are in the – they are the way they are. I mean, some people, they will sell their principles for a bag of money, then they just won't be the person that they said they were. They won't stand for what they believe in, and I feel like there is no price tag on principles, and real men stick to their guns. That's what's up. Robbie, what's up? Um, just to piggyback on what he was saying, because I was going to bring up integrity, is uh, doing what's right when nobody's watching. And that's really about what it's all about, uh, making sure you do the right thing every day, even when nobody's there to watch you do it. You know, and this has been a great time here, and it's, I hope we get to move forward on all this um, and touch on all the different topics. But let's not bring up voting at the very end. And on marriage, there's just one thing, and it's what I live by. You can either be right or you can be happy. I choose to be happy. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> well, man, I didn't add a whole lot to, to, to when it came to, to what's a real man. Um, to me, it's someone who says it and does it. It's someone who can talk the talk and walk the walk. It's someone who is willing to admit they're wrong and doesn't bask in the glory when they're right. Mm. A real man has inner strength that will carry him and propel him into situations that he never would think that he could handle, but somehow he handles it. And, And I'm talking about specifically myself. 
I was uh, dealt a very severe blow very late in my professional career. And once the job that I loved was taken away from me, um, I had a lot of resentment, um, not towards those who let me go, but because I felt lost. When you do something for a tremendous amount of time, no matter what it is, drive a truck, work it for a, a, a corporation, and it's just snatched away, there's a void. And this has filled my void. Rediscovering yourself, reinventing yourself, as you get older, you find it more and more important that you have to do that because things are not always going to remain the same. So in my quest to reinvent myself, these men who I'm surrounded with and others who you will hear uh, from in upcoming weeks have kind of stabilized me to the point of where I know I can move forward because I have support. And a real man has real friends. I have real friends, just saying. All right. So we don't know when the next episode will hit, but whatever it does, we hope you're with us. Because in life you have only 60 seconds. You didn't seek it, you didn't choose it, but it's up to you to use it. You must give an account if you abuse it. 60 little seconds with eternity wrapped up in it. Until the next time. We'll see you next time. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.